Hey guys, you're listening to Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June, here with my very fluffy co-host, Oliver. Join us for another episode of Wags and Whiskers. Good morning, Wags and Whiskers tribe. This is your host, June, here with Oliver. And I have Smokey, our little cat, joining us, who's at the moment trying to eat a peacock feather and he's not liking it too much but anyways I hope you guys had a good week and I hope that you had a good weekend not a good week and that today has started out good for you this week it's going to kind of be a short one I'm coming back from vacation which that is a whole ordeal in itself I took my little girl by myself to St. Augustine, Florida, one of my favorite beaches just because of the history in it. And we had a wonderful time, but it's never a bad thing to get home. So we are home now, and I am trying to get everything done for this week coming up, and that includes talking to you guys today. So today I have one. Um, It's going to be for an animal named Arnold. Arnold was born in 1967. He was a Chester White Pig. He was born in Mooresville, Indiana on a farm out there. Arnold was trained by, I think, my favorite so far that I've found, animal trainer Frank N. And he can basically train anything. If you haven't listened to just my little podcast on Frank N. in general. Um, He was just completely um, amazing to me, just everything that he could train. And um, I don't know, he had some kind of something, you know, talking to those animals, how he trained them. He's just amazing when I was reading about him. But anyway, so he actually uh, trained Arnold. Arnold, um, he would go on to say that he had to use delicate psychology, whatever that means, to train him. It was different than training cats and dogs. Obviously, this is a pig. I can't imagine trying to train a pig. Arnold, um, one thing to note that I didn't mention before, Arnold was actually a piglet. So, from 1965 to 1971... Arnold played Arnold Ziffel in the TV show Green Acres. I don't know if you remember that. I, I remember seeing, like when I was younger, on Nickelodeon, they had like Nick at Night. I've mentioned that before with Mr. Ed, but um, they actually played Green Acres as well. And basically, Arnold played, um, he was obviously an animal, but he played like the quote, son of the mom and dad in the show Green Acres. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was like a hilarious and crazy show. And Frank N. actually trained all the animals in that show, which is just crazy how many animals and how many different animals they had in that show. So if you've never seen Green Acres, Green Acres was basically, there was a lady in there named Doris and a man named Fred. And basically, um... Arnold was considered like their quote child like I said because they didn't have any kids in in the show and they came from the city 
they moved to the country and like basically they're farmers and they became attached to Arnold because of his like human-like abilities. In the TV show he does like several just outlandish things that Frank Ng trains him to do but like the whole town is Hooterville is the town and they're basically like inviting him to town meetings he's playing chess with them and um like they're speaking to him like he understands them and then like he'll like squeal and grunt when um they're talking to him to go with the storyline some of the other things that he did like he writes his name he can change channels on the tv and he like like at night he'll watch like cbs evening news it's kind of crazy he signs checks he can adjust the antennas um he goes to school and he's like one of the smart kids in school which is that's just outlandish but there's a guy that actually um comes to um uh, hooterville and you know he's like he's just a pig and like, he brings back reality to the TV show, and everybody doesn't like him because they, they're, they like, suspicious of him because of the fact that he's, like, Arnold isn't human. But, anyway, it's just kind of weird. But, anyway, Arnold plays jokes on people, on, on other students, because he does go to school. So, um, that was just another trait that he did. So, Arnold, it's just amazing what all this pig did that Frank taught him. Arnold plays the piano. He's supposedly working on an um, working on a novel, and he's an abstract painter. And he and he paints uh, Porky P Picasso, um, or he was dubbed as Porky Picasso. And he wins like prize a prize for you know entering it into the um, this contest. Uh, he delivers newspapers and uh, just so much stuff that this pig does in this this tv show so this arnold this arnold guy this little piglet he can also um supposedly tell the weather like he can predict the weather so that's another like plot in the story that um the whole series that he can basically do the weather and tell you all about the weather but, like I said, the show was from 1965 to 1971. Well, everybody that has animals know, knows that once um, once you get an animal, they keep growing, and they don't ever stop. So, Arnold became was a piglet when he started, and he started to get bigger, which the story plot line is about Arnold being Arnold being a piglet, like he's a little piglet throughout the whole series. So when Arnold started to get big, they started scratching their head like, what are we going to do? We're going to have Frank, this wonderful trainer Frank, train some more pigs. So there actually ended up being three pigs trained um, after Arnold to um, to actually play Arnold, quote Arnold Ziffel, in the series after the original Arnold got too big. Now let's break down this this money deal here. So Arnold, let's go back to he's a pig, made two hundred and fifty dollars a day for his um, appearance on Green Acres and. Um, 
he also had a union contract. Green Acres, from what I know of it, it was a pretty a hit show from what I'm understanding, but um, what I was reading was that Green Acres became basically about Arnold. Arnold was like the star of the show, this damn pig, whoops, excuse me, um, this pig was the showstopper in the show and he actually came the, became the most popular with people children and other you know adults sending him fan mail and just I mean there were some sixth graders in Ohio that pledged to stop eating pork chops because of Arnold it was just a just crazy just crazy how popular just this pig just a little pig or piglet got Arnold and the other pigs that were actually trained to be Arnold after Arnold got too big um, between between them they won three um, Patsy Awards um, for their acting I guess you could say in Green Acres which none of the other actors ever won an award for their, you know, their roles in Green Acres. So I thought that was kind of crazy. But Arnold, he had three Patsy Awards. The first Arnold, we're going to go back to the first Arnold because that's the one that I'm basically talking about. The first Arnold, from what I read in some things, um, they said that he retired, basically, and lived out his days at um, Frank's house or Frank's land I guess you could say and he was actually supposedly buried at uh, Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Hollywood Hills that's what I read but if you go to YouTube and watch um, the documentary that they did with Frank in before he passed away um, he talks about <laughs> in one part of it where obviously Arnold had gotten too big and Frank had to train the other piglets and they talked about having a cookout and Arnold was the main feast and Frank talks about in there that he they are going to basically eat Arnold and as they're doing this, people are requesting to have Arnold come and be like their guest on, you know, different different things that they do. Um, you know, a guest appearance, I guess you could say, in all these different shows. So they ended up having to get another pig to stand in for Arnold. And um, obviously it was a Chester white pig. And, of course, Frank you know, said that nobody knew the difference or whatever, but I don't know if that's, like, the whole story with it, or if when they were going to eat Arnold, that, um, <laughs> they ended up not doing it, and he was saved by all these guest appearances, but the way that I took it was that Arnold was dinner for the cast, and that um, another pig stood in. But you'll have to watch the documentary on YouTube. Or if you just type in Frank in documentary. Um, 
I can't remember who actually did it, I'm sorry, but the person that actually did it, he has a whole series and you can go under the Green Acres part and that's where I was, where I actually listened to it and watched it. So, you take it for what it's worth. I, the way that I took it was that Arnold was like barbecue, which I couldn't do that. I'm a vegetarian anyway, but I couldn't do that. I couldn't eat something that I had done had trained worked with I, I just I couldn't do it but anyway that's the story supposedly behind Arnold but if you're like me let's think that he's buried in Hollywood Hills and that he lived his life out so Arnold the pig he was awesome everybody remembers that pig from Green Acres I do, and I didn't watch the show. you got to remember, this is back in 1965 to 1971. Obviously, I wasn't born yet, but this was a huge show, and Arnold played a huge role in the show. So, I guess let's just remember that, that Arnold was the awesome pig. I want to say that Arnold rode a surfboard one time, too. I can't remember. You'll have to go back and watch the show. Google Arnold from Green Acres, and... Um, just have fun and learn more about Arnold. Arnold was was pretty cool. He was a pig making $250 a week. Or excuse me, a day. So that is my story of Arnold. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, my thoughts for this week have nothing to do with Arnold. But it was something that happened this week. And I just wanted to talk about it. And yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So this week, this past week, we went on, my daughter and I went on vacation. My husband couldn't go because he has a new job. And so my daughter wanted to go to the beach. So I took her to the beach, which is a whole ordeal all in itself. Just because my daughter is, um, is very, very active all of the time. So to put matters more I guess you could say put more on it I decided to take Oliver of course because Oliver is an extension of my children so Oliver went to it couldn't take care of all the dogs but we took Oliver he's easy put him in his booster seat and we head down the road so vacation went good obviously whenever you take your kid on vacation whether it's your fur kid or you know your human kid um it's just it's just stressful because you worry about everything, or at least I do. I worry about kidnapping. I worry about like waves sucking my child under, sucking my you know Oliver under. It's just like a whole ordeal. Anyway, so we made it through the week, and we are headed back um, on uh, Friday. We're headed back on Friday. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to get home early because we have gymnastics this way. That's like a whole ordeal going on here. So we'll get back early so we can kind of relax. I can start, you know, unwinding from vacation, even though vacation was relaxing. We are headed down the road, and I am talking on the phone, and my car starts running hot, okay? And I am going over bridges in Jacksonville, and if you don't know Jacksonville, there is a lot of bridges that are, there is construction right now. And um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get over these bridges. I get off the phone with uh, who I was on the phone with. And um, 
you know, my car starts blinking red and I'm running hot and I'm, you know, it's not a really old car, you know, everything was fine when I left. So anyway, I pull off on the next exit um, because my car's running hot, obviously, and I pull into this place and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get off, get off all this construction. And anyway, I pull into this place, I stop the car, um, I call my husband Josh, I call my parents, and um, anyway, they're on their way. Well, when I'm looking around, I'm like freaking out, because this is not a great area. Um, not to go into detail of all the things that just red flags, this isn't a good area, but uh, this is the easiest one for me to say. When I looked behind me at the business that I was in, I was in like this gas place. The business had bars on the windows, and I'm like, oh snot this is not good so anyway three hours later tow truck gets there um finally um my parents and my husband josh beat the tow truck people there and you know i was freaked out the whole time thinking this is not a good area i have a, a seven-year-old child i have a dog and um it just adds stress when my my family is with me because of the fact that if it was just me I can handle I can handle it but with my family it just adds more stress to me because they're I don't know you your family you try to protect especially people like kids young kids that can't really protect themselves so anyway it freaked me out so I'm freaking out they finally got there I, I relax and then we're headed we're headed out we're you know it's it's a one of the hoses to the radiator, we could see a slit in it, which, you know, I get I get conspiracy theory, oh my god, somebody got, got under my hood and slid it the way it was. Anyway, so we we take it to the ship. My parents grab Oliver, they grab Bella, they take her back to Georgia, and then Josh and I head home in a different vehicle later on after we got all the dealership stuff. And, like, the whole situation, I was upset, and I was like, I can't go anywhere, and I can't do anything with with stuff, you know, not going wrong. This is why I just sit at the house and do my thing, and anyway, so, obviously, you had, like, a two-hour ride back, because um, we weren't far down the road when all this happened, and I started thinking about it, and whenever you guys think about stuff in life you got to think about the positive and that's what I started doing you know I was also I had all this negative just all these negative thoughts in my head about this is you know why does this happen to me I was playing the victim why does this always happen to me I just don't need to do anything and why why me why me poor me poor me and on the way home I just started thinking about it it could have been a lot worse. I started thinking about the positive. I could have been stuck on the highway, on the bridges that were under construction. Someone could have hit us with my seven-year-old and my, my pooch in the car, you know? And then I started thinking, you know, I could have been in a worse area. Um, I started thinking, you know my car could have caught on fire. I started thinking, um, 
you know, something bad could have happened on vacation, but it didn't. As human beings, I think that our brain is trained to always think negative, and I don't, I don't know if there's anybody, there. I have like one friend, her name's Ashley, and I, I swear she is like the most positive person I've ever met in my life, and um, she's always so positive, and I don't know if her brain thinks positive, but I know for me, my brain is always trained to think of the negative, so this week, Whenever all these negative things are happening to you and you're thinking, oh my gosh, you know, why does this happen to me? Poor me, poor me. Start thinking of the positive because my situation could have been a lot worse. Um, I, I, I started once the, the nerves were calmed and once that I knew everything was going to be all right, my, my child and my pup were okay, um, I started trying to think of the positive. So this week when all the negatives happening, once everything calms down, start thinking of the positive. Think of what could have been worse and think about the positives that happened because I truly believe that somebody was looking out for me, that I wasn't stuck on top of those bridges with that construction because all I can think about now looking back at it was, you know, when when they have these bridges that are under construction, the emergency lanes are even smaller and the lanes that you're driving in are even smaller and I could just see someone getting in a wreck which you know looking to see what's going on with our vehicle and actually hitting us and it could have been it just could have been a whole lot worse so this week start thinking of the positive think of the positive out of the situation even though it was a negative situation so that's my thought for this week. Just if you have something negative happen this week, think of all the positives and the good thing that came out of it. Like for, for me, okay, yes, I did break down. Yes, it's, it's going to probably cost us a whole lot of money. But we're home. We're safe. We made it through the situation, and it could have been a whole lot worse. So that this week, that's what I want you guys to think about. Think about, out of the negative situation, what was actually positive out of it. Okay? That's, that's it. That's my story of Arnold. And that is my thoughts for the week. And just a situation that happened to me that I want you guys to think about. When there's negative, think of the positive that came out of it. Um... It might take you a little while, like it did for me. It took me a two-hour ride home. But think about the positives that actually happened, or think about it could have been worse. So, those are those are my thoughts. Arnold, old, pig, old piglet Arnold, and those are my thoughts for the week. I hope you guys have a good week coming, and I hope you guys stay positive. And other than that, I want you guys to be great and dream big.